Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts, Greg and Mike. Hello. Tonight's subject is going to be about corporate sponsorships uh, having to do with attractions. In what fashion? That they're exerting more control over the way attractions get developed or just what? No, that sounded good. Okay. No, it's, uh, <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> it's that and whether or not an attraction needs sponsorship. And for instance, if, a, if it loses a sponsorship, does that mean, I mean it's demise? The attraction's history. Because um. there is a couple, uh, I would say words of thought, there's a couple trains of thought that I've been told by some cast members that as soon as they lose sponsorship, you just watch. That attraction's going to close soon. Sometimes that's happened, but I'm not so sure sponsorship ending and the attraction closing was, uh, you know, necessarily part and parcel. Maybe I'm, it was time for it to go anyway. I don't think so either. I mean, we've always, here at MiceCast, we've always long held to the belief that uh, as long as it's putting butts in the chairs, an attraction's viable. Um, even though sometimes they may be needing updating and freshening, it's when it's dead, not putting anybody in, that it becomes a drain, right? The... Uh, the old return on investment or uh, cost per labor hour to run, that kind of thing. Sure, but yeah. was Horizons no longer bringing in people? Oh, no. Was, I'm, I'm sure was it still 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea not uh, bringing in people? Yeah, no, we've all, I, I'm sure that one was still was bringing America in people. Was America Sings no longer bringing in people? No, but that's a separate case. Was the I, I, Skyway no longer bringing in people? That's also a separate case. The list goes was, on. But was the Skyway okay? Wait, was the Skyway it's sponsored? Long distinguished. <laughs> was the Skyway was the Skyway sponsored? No, but you no. were saying as long, we were saying as long as there's butts in the seats and attractions. No, no, no stay that's open that's my that's our view that if that as long as attractions keeps drawing people, it really shouldn't be closed. I didn't say okay, that's a, yeah, di- yeah, I didn't I say agree. that's Disney's view. I said that's our view. Okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but the the. The thing about losing in a sponsor, closing a ride, I mean, Indy. Indy has no sponsor right now. That's a multi-million dollar e-ticket. That's not going away anytime soon. No, no, no. I I, I don't think so. And then there's attractions who... That have sponsors. They close anyway. Right. And there's attractions that have had not had sponsors and sponsors come in or... Or they, they change, come and yeah. they go and they change. Um, though some... Say corporate sponsorship may have had too much pressure on Disney in the last few years uh, with, let's say, World of Motion. GM wanted yep. something more exciting, more updated. It is documented somewhere that GM was given the pressure to yeah. the Walt Disney Company. But what has changed? Is there been is because back in the day, aren't my understanding was Walt said, "Hey, put your name on something I built. You can." You know, let some of my magic rub off on you, but it's my, it's my design, it's my idea, and I'm just letting you put your name on it. Give me some money. Is that is that an oversimplification of the way you think things happened back to help Disneyland get built? Or well, I think it was a, I think it was more of a two-way street. You think it was? Corporate spon- yeah, corporate sponsors courted Disney, and Disney courted corporate sponsors, and it worked for both of them because they uh, Disney had the household name that people recognized and respected and some of the corporate sponsorships that worked with them also had household names that were 
let's say equally worked well with Disney's family name, and it was a good marriage. I think it was. I think it was twofold. Sure, but uh, do you do you think these corporate sponsors had a direct involve, involvement or uh, some sort of say in what went into an attraction, how it was uh, built, what the theme or the story was, or any of that sort of thing? You know, I, I kind of go back to the World's Fair, and I think no, not so much in the World's Fair though. If I remember right, the state of Illinois wanted something about Lincoln or something about the Illinois and. Lincoln was, you know, sure. the Favorite. poster child. So, you know, it, that kind of was a, a given. First, I, Actually, that may have worked the other way around. I think Walt wanted to find a, an outlet to finally do his character, his, his first animatronic character. So that, you know, I don't have, geez, you know, that's a little older than I am. So, oh, wait, 64? No, I, well, you know well, what I mean. Well, it's about the same age as you. How's that? Yeah, yeah. So it makes my involvement and personal knowledge of that kind of tough. Just just what you've read, and you know, and I I do find that stories change or kind of grow in their their legendum sometimes as time goes on. But legendum, yeah, I just pulled that one out of my arse. <laughs> I say, what dictionary can yeah. I find that? In? <laughs> hey, well, you know, the newer dictionaries you can find a lot of words you used yeah, to never that's find. Right. A lot of them being four letter words, but. Recently, I listened to a podcast, I think it was Gears Behind the Ears, and it was an interview with Marty Scalar. I believe there was a whole series of Marty Scalar interviews, and he described Space Mountain's uh, sponsorship meetings and how the first one went horrible, and they thought, well, that didn't work, but they did have another chance to come back. And instead of doing the meeting how the corporate sponsor wanted the meeting done, they did the meeting the way they wanted to do, and then said, "From now on, this is the way it's always going to be. You know, we're not going to walk." And it basically had to do with, you know, where the CEO was going to sit when they did the presentation. And I guess in the first go around, they say, "Okay, Disney, you guys sit up here," and you know, the corporate guy sits down there. And they, well, that 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 doesn't really work. We need him to sit here. No, he always sits there. Went horrible. The guy didn't even know why he was there. So the next time they did it, they said, "Look." I don't care where he sits, you have him sit here. We're going to do it our way, or we can leave, or something to that effect, you know. And so what they had found out is no one had really ever asked the guy if he'd mind sitting somewhere else. <laughs> That's <laughs> So it all worked out for the good, now we have Space Mountain. So. Now, who was the original sponsor Space? Is that RCA still? It was RCA. Yes, it was RCA. All right. I believe it was. In fact, you know, I just found a picture. I'm going through and scanning slides from 1986. And slides. I found a yeah, Kodachrome slides. Uh, I bought a new scanner with digital ice. And, and that oh, that's fun. nice. And I had forgotten about the little RCA or the little fire sphere, whatever, out in front that had the ride vehicle with, you know, like guests in space, shoot, base, yeah, space yeah. suits, right? Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. That's not so there that anymore. That was in the picture. <laughs> how deep I got into Tomorrowland our last, our last trip there. <laughs> you know, m- maybe it is, but it sure didn't stand out to me. But it was in this photograph, and I'd kind of forgotten about it. I so have a picture still, of that. If it's still there, um, I missed it the last time. But yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. All right, so we think that that Walt said this is the way it's going to go, and, and two-way street version is that. Sponsor like yeah yeah fine we want to we want to have our stuff mated with you and all that but 
how does that explain GM's desire to have World of Motion severely upgraded and gone from a family-friendly Omnimover type AA attraction to you know 46 inches and higher only? Well, do you, do you think that yeah, came from GM? Do you think that said, ah, we're going to pull our sponsorship unless you guys build something super exciting for us? Here, here's what I think. I think that's modern Disney versus old Disney. And I guess my thing is they could have built a new attraction and left World of Motion there without a sponsorship. Sure. Because I don't think a sponsorship is an absolute necessary thing for an attraction. So if it, a sponsor says, I'm no longer interested, well, you know. Fine. Okay, fine. Move, yeah. move on. This attraction is still drawing crowds. Let's keep it. Well, you know, there's there's four cycles. You know, there's the there's a yeah four four phases of the of the life of a product, right? Uh, you know, development, whatever. I, f- I forget what all four of them are, but the third one, the last one's decline and death, right? But the third one's called cash cow, where the thing pays for itself and generates extra to support the research and development of new stuff. So, do you think Small World, for example? Um, that might be in decline. Let right? me think of something a little better. No, no matter what Imagineering <laughs> Ebirth says, Rebirth, there's not mobs of people waiting to get in that. Attraction. No, no, yeah, don't. <laughs> only, only when they do the holiday overlay do they need fast pass for Small World. Um, so that was a bad, that was a bad example. Pirates never right? had a sponsor. No, and I'd say it's, it always has people on it. Would you say it always has people on it, except first uh, thing in the morning or late at night? The one at Disneyland does. Steady. Oh yeah. We're not talking about Pirates Light, but steady, right? Steady stream of people going in there. That would be I would consider the equivalent of a cash cow phase, where it's okay, well here. It's, I'll give it's you a supporting. Right. Go ahead. No, as you say, Pirates Mansion. How about the Splash Mountain? All non-sponsored attractions, right? Wait. Splash is not sponsored? What sponsor is sponsoring Splash? Maybe I'm confusing it with Hungry Bear. Who's who's Hormel Chili sponsoring? <laughs> or is that one... Uh, isn't Hormel sponsoring something in Disneyland? Or is that Ozoxy? <laughs> Shoot. It must, must be a campfire if it's oh, uh, sponsoring anything where you sit around <laughs> and... <laughs> Are you thinking they of Blazing can sponsor Sa- Blazing Saddles, Saddles attraction, yeah. yeah. Wonder Bread. Didn't Wonder Bread sponsor Hungry Bear? Uh, I seem to oh, think... Oh, no. Wonder, Wonder Bread, I believe, was, at the very least, the original sponsor of the Country Bear Jamboree at Walt Disney World. Because I seem to remember the LP I have, uh, uh, the bear saying something about their sponsorship in the... Uh, was it one? Yeah, Wonder or... Yeah, it was Wonder, not Frito-Lay, right? Frito-Lay is... Frito-Lay was Zocalo, was the Mexican place. Yeah, but oh, Pepsi Cola, Pepsi Cola. All right. They yeah. also may have been in the uh, Golden Horseshoe, but all right. Well, you still bring up a point, right? So Splash Mountain Mansion, Pirates, Matterhorn. Got it. There's a sponsor on Splash. Spl- Here, well, let's Big look Thunder? at it this way. If, Thunder if Mountain. There's a, if there's a sponsor on Splash, it's a very low key sponsor sure. because it's nothing that's standing out in your face. Big Thunder unsponsored. Uns- no, well, yeah, but, yeah. No, it's not sponsored. 
Even, I yeah. almost blurbed out none of the mountains are sponsored, but Space, Space Mountain, Mountain is. is. Yeah. Yeah, we've had, well, we've had, let's see, who's, what's the different ones we've had here at Disneyland? We've had FedEx. That's all. FedEx? the only sponsor? No. When, when it originally opened, it didn't have a sponsor, did it? I'm trying to remember. That was, that was eons ago. Oh, FedEx was there so long, that's the only one I remember. The funny thing is I remember when it went in. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, I, the little I change they made. Weekend, so, yeah. No, no. I remember when FedEx took over. Oh, when I FedEx remember, went in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when they... Because they changed the queue. They put the Crazy Larry stuff up there. Show you FedEx commercials for Space Mountain. Let's put it this way. I understand why they'd want corporate sponsorship, but I really don't think there's a reason why Disney should have to have corporate sponsorship. Well, my bigger... You know, this is... By the way, we're getting most... The, the impetus for this conversation came from... An imaginary rebirth blog entry, where the guy e-birth. was rebirth, imaginary rebirth, rebirth, rebirth is their their blog the spot. I know. Actually, yeah, that actually the real name of the blog is reimagining, uh, reimagining. That's yeah, the that's the name of their blog. The website is imaginary rebirth blogspot.com. But anyway, I think it's funny because yeah, 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 yeah. anyway, one of their guys had made a post. Basically complaining that GM was driving the bus for the development of Test Track. It was something they had wanted, not and not taking so much of the guest experience into account, or relying right. on Disney's, Disney's expertise providing yeah. a good guest experience. Yeah. And, and, well, yeah, and everything there's a hard sell for GM products. It's oh, yeah. constantly Holy in cow. your face. Hard sell, hard sell, hard sell. But that's what the attraction is about. It's not about a generic. Car factory. It's about GM. They're not trying to sell you Hondas. No. Or Chev. Oh, sorry. Or uh, Plymouths. Uh, Plymouth doesn't exist as a brand anymore. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I know that. All right. I, what I'm trying to say is they're not trying to sell you another car brand. They're trying to sell you GM cars. Okay, but that's imagining. That's the reimagining blog's problem is that it shouldn't be a hard sell. Period. Okay. On the the old world of motion. There was no doubt that GM was a sponsor. When you got off the attraction, there were GM cars, GM. The same as there uh, is now. No different. Yeah, you still so walk through. Big... You still walk through a static display of latest and greatest GM. You know, including a Corvette, most likely. That... Oh yeah, there's always yeah. There was a Corvette. They had the lean machine. They had, you know, whatever piece of crap GM car was out in the 80s. Um, but still. So you're saying that the GM Pavilion at Epcot's always been an exception to that no hard sell kind of way of doing corporate sponsorship? Well, I don't really see a difference between the two, other than I liked World of Motion. I, I liked the whole idea of sure. the history of World of Motion. Because it was a Dis- but it was a Disney designed attraction. Okay, yeah, I understand with, that. But what what ahead. did that have to do with Future World? Well, yeah, okay. not a whole so, lot. I mean, you know, Future World at one point was a history of the past. I mean, the Energy <laughs> Pavilion was a history lesson of the past. Yeah, but the things they World of Motion they, was a history lesson of the past. Yeah, but it, Universe of Energy also talked about into the future, and the, the building design itself was was yeah. based off of, you know, so, partly solar technology. Solar, and yes. the, the way the cars were moved by, you know, Noah... Uh, no direct attachment to the guide wire. All 
all that Kay. good stuff. Spaceship Earth know, so. is a history lesson with a you know message of well look what we did in the past what can we do in the future okay you know horizons I submit to you is really the only now only, see, I, I, well no imagination maybe sea base alpha yeah you're right sea base alpha had a touch of futureness to it but journey to imagination what's that got to do with future the possibilities that your imagination can have you know uh, the yeah, land. If you don't have imagination, we'll never have a future. I okay. I, yeah, okay. Well, we weren't there. <laughs> but, you know, in this, day, in, 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 in this day and age, you know, Disney doesn't seem to care about diluting their theming. Hence, you hear some other podcasts refer to the Living Seas as Nemo Land. No, well, it's what it's <laughs> become. It's, 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 it's what the subs have become at Disneyland or will become yes. at Disneyland. All right. Uh, I'm not against the Pixar attractions. It's just where they choose to throw them in there. Yes, we've totally lost sight of what Tomorrowland is, what Future World is. Uh, We have the buildings that look somewhat futuristic. I think Mission Space's exterior is... Oh, yeah, I like... Mission Space's Um, facade's pretty cool. You know, I like anything to do with the space program, so, you know... they could have made that attraction into a lunar lander thing, and I wouldn't give it a shit that we lunar landed in '69. <laughs> it's still, it's still cool. It's the space program. Yeah, we so. lunar landed in '69 through what '74. Uh, something like that. I just back finished since. watching all those uh, from Earth, Earth to, to the, the Moon. Moons. I don't. Re- yeah, yes, that was fun. But you know, I again, sh- did GM totally? De- no, I don't think GM designed it. I think they probably. Played heavily into no, what no, they wanted. I think they, they wanted to showcase how the cars are done and how they test them, and they wanted to showcase more them than an attraction that they just put their name on. Sure. Well, that's obvious. the The, okay, the whole to, question well, of the discussion is: is that a good or a bad thing? Okay. What? What? Okay. What's UNICEF all about? United Nations International Children Something Fund. Okay. What was that attraction <laughs> about? Bunch of kids, right? Bunch of little, little freaky, uh, funny moving little character or little dolls. Dolls, yes. Um, kids, right? It's not exactly, you know, 100% UNICEF. They weren't actually in your face telling how they help out the little kids and all that. But, you know, I, I'd say that was fairly, yeah, not, it's no way done like, uh, no, I, you know, fairly low drive, key. So, yeah. <laughs> But again, it had somewhat of a direct correlation. Uh, you know, state of Illinois sponsoring Lincoln, pretty direct correlation. Sure. Again, you know, not you know taking signups for voter registration. At, no, at the but there's one thing between but. correlation and you know makes sense as far as the relevance of the relationship between the attraction and who the sponsor is. But should the attraction sponsor be there during design phase and say no world of motion AA type monument ride we want something that goes fast well that that part I don't know that we have any direct knowledge on no how that developed but it sure would seem like they sat in there through a lot of it or pretty much gave the direction of what they wanted Disney came back with is this acceptable who knows how many times you work through that but you know, that would be like saying, um, let's have Wolfgang Puck, instead of having a restaurant, why don't you sponsor uh, California Screaming? 
<laughs> well, get your name out there. But that has nothing to do with what we do. Ah, who gives a shit? You know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's still a fun. It'll be a good attraction. Your name will be out there. <laughs> you know, so so should GM sponsor a fast food restaurant? No. No. You know, they want to sponsor something that, you know, has something to do, do with, with automobiles. Product. Sure. Yeah, so. World of Motion was just that. I, I don't yeah, no, it, it was. I'm being a bit facetious here. I, I do miss World Emotions. I do miss Horizons. But, um, hey, by the way, I talked to Lou the other night on, on Skype, and he was saying he was literally there days or maybe a week before it closed, and he's got some good footage. And of what, Horizons? That, yeah, yeah, of, at the very end. So, uh, well, Unfortunately, I didn't have a video camera when I was there in 86, so that's kind of a drag. I think I might have Horizons on video, too. And Spaceship Earth. Well, you need to go looking. Yeah. Uh, looking. Uh, there's only one spot it can be. It's how to digitize. Oh, I can digitize it. All right. Either way. Yeah. Well, do we need to talk any more about this? I, I don't know. Well, we answered the question. I'm... Well, no. I, well, actually, what was the question? <laughs> you sponsors. <laughs> oh, I well, guess I mean, we could say the, we, we've the sponsors have a negative effect on the attractions these days. I don't, I don't know about that. They have a negative effect. I mean, if if you read you know, the Ram, the reimagining blog, the guy posted about uh, test track and GM's involvement with him. His conclusion is that it was not a good thing that they had taken. Well, you know, you know, remember that. Sorry to step on you. Go ahead. It's not always the initial post that really holds all the weight. It's it's how the people respond to it to know whether or not he's on track with what the populace likes. Because you know, the, obviously that attraction is very popular because Fast Pass sells out every day. Every day I was there, it sold out. The single rider line is just as long sometimes as I swear stand in standby with your family. So, and in fact, I had a fast pass, and the fast pass line was a half an hour. I mean, I've never had a fast pass where I've stood yeah, more get on quickly. 10, 15 yeah. minutes at Disneyland. To, to have a fast pass be a half an hour or more. So that attraction is immensely popular. It may not be popular with the nostalgic, what Disney used to be crowd. Or the DS. Or the DS. But it is a fun attraction. Sure. No, I like I it. Like I it. wrote it twice, three times. Yeah. I even like the crap that you stand and look at as you walk through the attraction. I mean, again, I looked, you know, I went to see it with an open mind. Yeah, the facade isn't anything special. But then again, what was the round building that World of Motion was in? Was anything special? I guess you could say it was round to be like the wheel. The, uh, no, no. At one know, point, didn't you didn't didn't the ride vehicle spiral up, go outside before they went inside the building? Uh, it, well, it's kind of like a big open foyer kind I of. Know, I don't have anything. But the building was round. Yeah. Wheels around. I guess that might have been the collation for the building. Eh, nothing special. I mean, nothing for a future world. Not anything outstanding. So this one, yeah, a lot of lights and you know glitz and and stuff, but. Uh, I, you know, I went into it, like I say, with an open mind because I'd heard some negative things. I'm like, okay, these are kind of cool little test things. I've kind of seen some of this stuff before uh, on the boob tube and all that. But I'm like, okay, this is cool. And I, I, I like the attraction a lot. I thought it was a little short. Could have been a little longer, especially when you get out in the open track. Um, that To me, that was the thrill point. So, you know, thrill me a little longer. <laughs> but 
But, you know, I liked it. Everybody in my party liked it. It seems like everybody that was in the vehicles with us liked it. Everybody laughed. Everybody screamed. Everybody had, you know, all those excitement and thrills. Sure. And, and they don't miss... They don't miss world of motion. They don't, you know, they don't know. Well, so, so for those who have never seen it, sure, they'll never know. For those who have, yeah, we all miss the great AA attractions. Who doesn't? I mean, if Pirates was to leave, you know, I would say that'd be a tragic, tra- you know, a bad thing. Yeah, tripping over that word. Um, you know, especially if they came up with some cheese ball attraction. And this one, yeah. I say I missed the huge AA attraction. No, no. I, really, I think they could have done both. I really think they could have kept World of Motion open. If, again, I wasn't working there, maybe Earl, TOV, he can help us out, let us know if the butts were still showing up. Uh, it's, see, I, I think Disney World has a lot different, uh, say, thing to deal with being a resort. I, I think they, they're, they're more open-minded in Florida to update and change. Because the guests there are tourists, you know the percentage of of people that visit a whole lot is a lot lower than here in Disneyland, where you know repeat guests are every frickin' Friday when all six hundred thousand annual pass holders show up. Well, I wonder if it was it's deeper than that. If there's this you know Walt's original versus you know the second park, there are certain things you don't do at Disneyland. Yet yeah, Disneyland uh. seeing seeing some crap right now, but think of what. And maybe it's show quality services or whatever the the, the present day equal to show quality services at Disneyland is. Disneyland's done a lot more than the Magic Kingdom has at Disney World to just do little upgrades. For instance, you know, Fantasyland's gone uh, has had a great makeover anywhere from the hardscape, you know, the the stuff you walk on, yeah. to some of the facade work, especially around the Jungle Cruise. Walt Disney World doesn't have any of that. Anywhere we've had a major Fantasyland uh, rehab that was actually successful. Unlike There's the, you know, the Tomorrowland rehab. Uh, <laughs> you know, the the Rivers of America, the Edge. Yeah, some of it was done for the Fantasmic Show and didn't leave the island in that great a shape in the front. But you know, the, the walkways around there are very well themed. The you know, and you, there's not a lot of that at Disney World. It's still a lot of just asphalt. You know, old colored asphalt. It, it still reminds me of Disneyland back, back in, in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. So those kind of little touches, I don't think you've seen at Disney World, uh, and it, maybe it is because it, it's the um, it's the mentality of the resort, and you don't have all the local support in it quite the way you do at Disneyland. So that, that could well or, be or part local of it. or the local resistance to change. Well, I'm I'm saying I do see some changes yeah, in, but, in those small little things. But it's got to be small. Big changes get uproar. <sighs> yeah, some of them do. And a lot of DFs out there that you know don't want to see change yet. That or, was what Walt was all about. Or, is changing exactly. A, a they they lose sight of that. But the, the and then here's another problem that we're not that needs to be thrown in that mix is that the change has to be funded well. Change, change, oh, to- not totally funded, agree. change not funded well tends to flop. Yeah. Here, I mean, right on the home page of Imaginary in My Way, I mean, right there, if you read what I'm about on that website, is I don't think Disney Imagineers are to really blame for what's happened, what attractions have done. It's whoever's controlling the purse strings. Is ever making those decisions? Because when you're given an assignment, let's say it's... Um, 
DCA, you know, and well, Braverman took a lot of crap for DCA, and everybody was, or a lot of people were happy to see him go. Was he or was he not given an assignment and paid to do that assignment and given a certain amount of money? Was it his fault the DCA turned out to be like it is? Now, I don't know Braverman. I don't know the politics around him. But I don't know if you can blame one man uh, for that other than maybe Eisner or um, who's a Pressler, whoever controlled the purse strings. Those are really when you get down to it. I think the people you have to blame. You know, one of those Imagineer rebirth things was uh, the Imagineer who came up with the Leave a Legacy. He said he wasn't totally happy with it, but here's a job he was given. Here's the parameters he was given, the budget he was given. They come up with the best thing to fit what, you know, what the program was, and he did it. And I, I you know, it's, I see that in my world every day. You know, people come to us to design something, you know, a house. We we show them the the Cadillac or the you know the rolls. And they have a budget for the Hyundai. So <laughs> then you got to start scaling stuff back. And that the house sometimes that is built is nowhere close to what originally was envisioned. When, and sometimes they'll even tell you, hey, you know, we want this, 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 and this. You get it all there, and then they start cost estimating it. And they find out, oh, Jesus Christ, that's going to cost me, <laughs> you know, $200,000. I only a, got 100000 A okay. buttload of money. <laughs> you know, yeah, a buttload of money. So what do we do? Okay. Start well, cutting corners. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there's yeah, a there's so. a Murphy's law saying we can't do it right the first time, but we can always fix it later. Yeah. So, but here's here's the point that's further on my homepage of Imaginary in my way. Uh, uh, like those little plugs. Anyway. No. <laughs> well, I'm hoping one day you know the Meandering Mouse will actually listen to our show, and I might get an invite to the DPN. But anyway, your show, my show, yeah. Because our if show you, is already on the DPN. Yes, it is. Thank you very much, Jeff. Um, the the overseas parks, uh, Tokyo. I'm, I'm not going to say Tokyo Disneyland because I've got some reservations about Tokyo Disneyland. But Disney Seas. But the Disney Seas and, uh, and Paris Disneyland, or Disneyland Paris, whatever it ends up being. I'm like DLP. As far as I'm PL, concerned, it's, e, it's, PDL. E, it's EDL. Yeah, yeah, it's Euro all. Disneyland. Anyways, those investors seem to know what it means to uh, pony up the dough, because if You've seen the the ongoing photographs right now, for instance, for Tower of Terror, Disney Seas, unfucking believable. <laughs> yes. Okay. And because a thread started on the DPN about uh, some guy was saying it seems like everybody refers to the first attraction always being the best one. Yeah, I saw and, that. Yeah, yeah. In and some you cases, probably, in some cases, you it's probably true. saw my responses. Yes. It's, for instance, Pirates of the Caribbean. First one Obviously, good. better at Disneyland. Though the queue is superior at Walt Disney World, in my opinion. Now, I've heard the Paris Disneyland one is superb if it's up and running and everything it's supposed to do, i.e. the sword fighting pirates and things like that. Um, Tower of Terror, obviously better in its first incarnation. But the third incarnation looks like it might kick some ass. Yeah. Okay. Um, Splash. Splash Mountain, I definitely think they learned a lot from... Disneyland's and Disney World's is the the ride vehicle. Obviously, I think is better. The attraction overall, I don't know. I like some of the the things in ours because they're not exactly the same on the interior. Uh, but you know, everybody bitched and moaned. I was there during the construction of the first one, and of course, you know, all the cynical cast members and stuff. Oh, you know, they don't know what the hell they're doing. They got all these problems. They 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 chose not to buy an off-the-shelf system 
just some plastic flume or fiberglass flumes. Yep. This it was all custom. And you know, when you do a prototype attraction like that, it's going to have some issues, and it had many of them. But I think overall, uh, it's it's a great attraction. Oh my gosh, so, it runs great now, not back in the day. Yeah, not back in the oh. day. I think those are pretty equal, though the ride vehicle I think is superior at at Disney World. I think the mansions are somewhat equal. Uh, I think both facades are equally interesting. The interiors yes. are somewhat different, uh, somewhat the same, somewhat different, some different, um, you know, scenes, if you will. But, you know, so it's the first one is not always the best. I think most of the time it is, not always. And I, what, what I'm seeing at, at the overseas parks, it's far more money is invested into them because they have, Seems like a more of a long-term investment strategy, which is typical of Japanese. Um, I'm not sure about the Europeans necessarily. Damn frogs! But they're uh, <laughs> okay. they're getting some some damn fine attraction. I mean, Disneyland Paris is an awesome-looking park. Oh yes, never been. Very I've pretty, only seen yeah. it through pictures, but everything seems to be done pretty well. So. Um, I mean, at Tokyo Disneyland, I think someone was smoking weed when they laid that park out, though. <laughs> Well, it's reclaimed land, right? It's landfill. It has, yeah, but it has nothing to do with that. I think mansions right across from the Crystal Palace. There's just some weird, you know, well, maybe, line of sight and things. It's, maybe it's, it's cultural. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But anyways. Um, All right. Well, you know, and I don't know, you know, in those parks, how much corporate sponsorship there is. I've never really done much research on, on those here, but, you know, I... Well, I'm sure if we ever I, make I it, think, then we'll, we'll know, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll make... Oh, yeah, yeah, well, no. I was going to tell you something, then I backed off for a second. Good. Um, it's actually interesting. It's kind of a trip update, but I'm not going to go there yet. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll see where where this goes now, because it seems like John Lasseter... I, okay, there was, a, there was a thread about Imagineering... Oh, wait, no, or did I find this? I might have found this on Jim Hill Media. I found a th- some talk about Tony Baxter redoing Journey into Imagination back closer to the original. You know, bring Figment back, bring Dreamfinder back, or I should say Figment's there, bring Dreamfinder back, get more back to the roots of the original. And he was a little hesitant, according to the story, because, you know, will the money be there? And this supposedly is coming from Lasseter or Pixar. So... And don't worry about the money was the bottom line. So if that's the attitude that's coming with Pixar, though everybody was really, again, I use that term everybody, which I hate, a lot of people were worried about because they thought it would be a Pixarization of the parks all over. But, you know, Lasseter has his roots in Disneyland. Uh, So I think this is going to be a good thing in the long run. I, I I was more worried about jobs. I think Lassiter is going to be an excellent addition. Oh, so do I. To Imagineering. A lot of people think, <clears throat> to borrow your phrase, not everybody, but a lot of people think that <laughs> he's, you know, going to be in the same savior status like Eisner was back in the day. <clears throat> you know, and I, I have to say, I think it's sad that Eisner broke down or whatever happened with him because. I mean, I was watching a video somewhere. I found this DVD I had bought somewhere about Walt Disney World. It was just a you know, click here, see some pictures of this area, click here, and it was showing Walt, and, or I mean, sorry, Roy and Eisner at the 
I think it was the 25th anniversary of Walt Disney World, and uh, Roy reading the plaque that his dad had read at the opening of Walt Disney World, and everything was chummy. He was vice chairman at the time, and uh, you know Eisner had been doing a good job. Yeah, he took him from kind of a local small company to you know gajillion dollar <laughs> national or worldwide company that I think a lot of people didn't like. But as I mentioned, I think on the last podcast, obviously the shareholders and the the uh, board of directors thought all this stuff was good because they were all making money and they were all happy. And then they well, got in a bit a bit of a rut, and then everybody's pissed off. So, well, we know that uh, uh, the catalyst was Frank Wells' death. Yeah, you know, I, without, I, I really, without I really strongly the, believe the check that, and yes. balance there. You know, had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Yes, we can psychoanalyze that all day. But <laughs> yeah, I think I think that is a fair assessment. So I think corporate sponsor. Is helpful because it always defrays costs. It's like, why not spend someone else's money rather than your own? That's always a good thing. Sure, other people's um, money. But don't let them totally control you because Disney, I think people respect Disney enough that if your name being GM or Sun Bank or Bank of America, whoever the sponsor is, you know, I would tend to, to use some of those products without having it shoved in your face. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. No. I. If, I know. You got to you know, leave. Remember when? Remember when Bank of America was a sponsor for not only the bank, but I think they also sponsored Small World. Um, Small World for a yeah. while. And they were the only bank that you could get Disney checks. And you know, only at the, the branch cap. up the street too. That's right, man. Where did I want to go when I first got my checking account? <laughs> now, I mean, now you can have your own checks made practically run them on your computer these yeah. days. So. So, so things have changed, but you, you thought of those things. You saw those those correlations. Welch's grape juice. You remember that Welch's grape juice stand in Fantasyland? Oh, best no. grape juice in the world. What do you think I went and bought when I was at home? Welch's grape juice. <laughs> you know? Uh, so. Yeah, no, it, uh, yeah I, I don't know. It's, see, and then there's the other, the old, you know, the Frito-Lay, you know, the little dude went in there as a vending machine. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. You know, so there's... There's, there's that type of corporate sponsorship as well because that's a little bit more of a hard sell, yeah. right? No, you know you what? I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Uh, Country Bear Jamboree was Pepsi Cola and Frito Lay. For some reason, I've got. Is it? What's the main bear in that? Is that Fred? No, no, no. What's? Oh, jeez. God, that's really testing me. Since we've lost ours to a pile of poo. Um, Max Buff and Melvin. No, no, not those guys. The the head bear. What's oh, the, the head, head bear. bear. Uh, I can yeah, not Fred. not the head. <laughs> with the, but, but the main, the, the MC, the, the dude. Yeah, yeah the, the, I can't remember. I but for some reason, I want to say that he he says that they're sponsored by Pepsi Cola and Frito Lay. I've got to find that LP and play it, and we'll see. I have to burn it to the computer or something. I, I I I've got that like ingrained in my mind from something, and I think it was that. But sponsors yeah, come that, and that, go, and they change. So who yeah, knows? Who, yeah, exactly. I mean, how many sponsors have we seen in Small World? Is there? See, there's a sponsor again now, isn't there? Don't think so. Uh, Wait. I don't know. I, I thought we had I thought we had one again, I but who knows? I don't remember, right? You know. Like I say, see, cuz the, the low key sponsors, they have just have their little corporate logo underneath the marquee. Yep, yep. You know, so if I'm not paying attention, I don't see it. I mean, I I know Starter's pretty low key. You see the little energizer sign at the beginning, you know, under the marquee, mm-hmm. 
and they have yep. some posters at the exit ramp. That's it. Yeah, yeah, because you can imagine where that could have easily gone. The, the <laughs> little char- the little characters in there that are making the little robots or repairing the robots. Yeah. You can almost see the little Energizer uh, uh, battery on the back of those things, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, and gosh. everybody would have been bitching and moaning, can't believe this, you know. But And, and that probably rightly so, because that would, have, that would have been just a bit too much. But, again, with uh, with Test Track, I, I seeing the GM logo and all the stuff around there, because it's a GM factory, doesn't hit me like, if you would have put the Energizer Bunny, uh, you know the the uh, the battery on the no, back no, of those no, guys. The, the GMness of Test Track does not hit you until you leave, where you see the cars yeah, and the. But that was there with Test Track, very similar. With World of Motion, you mean? Or, yes, I mean, so it was with very World similar. Motion, yes, so. I'm, you know. So I guess G- GM GM's maybe always been heavy-handed. Maybe they pay more. I want you know. Yeah. I wonder how much oh. a corporate sponsorship really what? is. I mean, go it, apply. It's not a pittance. I, I guarantee you, it's not. <laughs> go apply. Tell them MiceCast wants to, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> to sponsor yeah. their uh, their you, thing. You, <laughs> you keep putting money in this hand until it starts to make you cry. Yeah, yeah I bet. <laughs> I bet. But wow. yeah, I think they've always been kind of um, say living large at Epcot because that the old one had all kinds of things and cars and yeah. Uh, it seems to me it was one room versus where it's kind of was the you got kind of the showroom looking place and then of course you got the the shop on the way out you got to have the you know well, sh- the shopping <laughs> spot at every attraction these days. Uh, uh, all right, well, I think we're ready to move on to some other things. Okay, Don't we got you? housekeeping. Housekeeping? Yeah. Are we? Yeah, yeah, no. Reports I'm, or pre-trip reports? I don't no. Know. Wait, are you itching to do a pre-trip report about something? You got something on your mind? No, no, no. I just we just added one to our party. That's all. Who's going? Uh, the second child who oh didn't want to go. Didn't want to go. Okay. She decided it was it's, it was a stupid well, it's thing. It's more like she's afraid to get on the plane. So you know, it's like what you're a two-time plane veteran. What, oh, okay, good. but. I, my oldest comes to me all the time because she's one of those people. Hey, did you hear about the earthquake? We're all gonna die. There, there were three plane crashes last week. I'm like, what? Oh gosh. You know, the, the, she and she makes it, whips it all the frenzy up than everybody else's. But you gotta remember, you know, number two did cause the hurricane, so. That is true. <laughs> that is true. All right. And we're going a week later. You know, realize, you know, if you timed it to what the, we're going this year, that would be the week that the hurricane was. But it didn't really hit Central Florida. It, no, no. It hit Miami. And it hit and Miami. It, you know, in all the years of Disney World, they've had that one big hurricane, really. And I think, I don't, you know, Earl again could help us out there. But if I remember right, Central Florida seems to, they get a lot of wind and, they and do stuff. They okay. never... They're never usually hit directly. Last year, there's two landfalls. There's two hurricanes that blew through Orlando. But yeah, I've right. got a friend that lives out in the Atlantic, out on the coast, and uh, it's just a little south of the Cape by Melbourne. And he's lived there all his life. Says so, you know they they rarely get uh, the hurricane. For some reason, they go south, and then they go up north in the Carolinas and stuff. It must be that right spot where the you know the <laughs> trade winds are taking good them either way. I don't know. Good for them, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's right. like us, you know. We can live coastal here and never have to worry about that crap. 
right. Well, the only other housekeeping that I think we need to talk about is, you know, last our last episode we played our voicemails, some voicemails. Oh, and, and I'm looking at a picture of Spaceship Earth without the uh, picture I took without that stupid wand on it. Yeah, I have some of those, too. What a beautiful Any, sight. Anyway, we, we got a voicemail from Brian <laughs> Sorry. in North Carolina, the the postcard guy, and he had... And, <laughs> we and we, we had, didn't really talk and about we what we both had kind of blow <laughs> off what his conversation was about, or his voicemail. Wanted to first say a p- sorry, and secondly, you know, the whole... You know, his comment was, if, if you recall, was... You know, leave the wand, take away, leave a legacy. Whereas you, me, Jeff from Houston, a uh, couple others are like, get rid of the wand at all costs. So, you know, not yeah, the, that, wand, the, the wand's got to go. I don't need to not see that it. our positions that's change. Just, you know, you you know you do. That's a I guess that's a eye of the beholder kind of thing because you know we ask Lou, he wants two wands there. So either way, Brian, sorry we didn't kind of we just kind of played your voicemail and didn't really. Yeah, but we talked it. up his website, so that's yeah. Okay, funny. that's true. But at least he had he expressed his opinion. He's sticking to it, and that's a good thing. Good. Yeah. Uh, the leave a legacy. Yeah, you know, it, I'd like to see some of the garden or more. You yeah, know, back uh, to the fountains and pretty flowers. Would be cool, but I am not totally, totally weirded out by those. Though they don't seem to quite match everything else going around there. It would have been nicer if they would have been like crystal lucite glass, some kind of uh, more futuristic, futuristic looking. looking thing. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason right now, future seems to be in the rocks. You know, you look at 2001, Dis- right? Well, no, you look to right. Disneyland's Tomorrowland, you, and all that. All Full that on missed that crap. reference. I know. You know, the rocks, the monoliths. I, no, mind. I totally got it and blew okay. right past it. All right, fine. The other bit of housekeeping is, you know, send us an email, give us suggestions, tell us what you want to hear, rant on us, chew us out, we don't care. But you know, feedback is always welcome, positive or negative. Um, the voicemail line is still active: two zero six six hundred mice, two zero six six zero zero six four two three. Feel free to call and leave a message, like Lou and Jeff and Brian, and we'll play it. Maybe. You think? Sure, why not? Okay. Uh, and I'm thinking that uh, kind of wraps it up, don't you? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, good night. Good night. This show is a member of the Disney Podcast Network family, hosted by Jeff at Meandering Mouse. The DPN is a collective discussion forum consisting of some of the finest unofficial Disney podcasts available on the Internet. Pay a visit to www.disneypodcastnet.com and join in on all the fun with your favorite Disney podcasters and listeners. (laughs) 